Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPM number 17, that's Bias Pnimi, Shear number 17 for the men. We're going to start talking about the more private in, um, subject of marital intimacy. Before I do so, I just want to make a general introduction. I was advised, and I'm going to follow this advice, that when it comes to particular uh, behaviors or acts during marital intimacy, where there are differences of opinion pertaining to what can be done or can't be done in the explicit detail, those subjects of those details will not be discussed in the public shiurim. What can be done is if a couple or anyone wishes to reach out to me privately about those particular details, and some I'm able to answer on my own. Others, things I may need to ask on your behalf to try to give the general guidelines about certain particular acts or certain particular sensitive shyness in these, in these um, matters when you have clearly in place differences of opinions in, in, in some of the areas here. And... Um, so those issues will not be discussed openly in the shiurim. However, when it comes to things that are basically clear-cut and obvious and known, and without they're not shyless and they're not questionable in any way, those I, may, I will be probably somewhat more specific, especially in the men's shear, sometimes in the joint shear as well, um, in the women's shear much less so, because it's just simply I'm not comfortable doing so. And um, so there I'm much more um, discreet and less explicit, much less explicit in the women's share. We're trying to find someone over there, a woman that will convey those ideas to them in a more explicit manner. But on the men's share and the joint share, sometimes just for clarity, uh, and I may, you know, be explicit, so just letting you know know in advance, so those who are uncomfortable with those type of things, don't you know could um, you know skip the shiurim if they're not comfortable and get it from whatever source they they feel they could get it from. The idea being over here, talking about the overview in general of mitzvahs aina, that a man has a chiyamidayraisa to provide his wife with aina, marital intimacy. Vainasa la yigra, the pasuk says. And like any other mitzvah that has specific gedarim rules or boundaries or perspectives on how the mitzvah is to be fulfilled in its best detail, mitzvah is the same thing. It has specific parameters. And if they're not met, the mitzvah is not fulfilled. It's no different than if you hold the Dalad Minim on Sukkis, but the Ravis were inserted upside down, for example. You're not yoitz at all. It's not a mitzvah. So you see how you need to be careful when you do a mitzvah that you do it correctly. Otherwise, all that money and time and effort you spend on those dalad minim will be for nothing if you don't, if you're not mekayim the mitzvah properly on what exactly those parameters of that mitzvah is. You'll get the schar for trying. The mitzvah itself, you won't you won't be able to be mekayim because you just didn't do the mitzvah. So that's how mitzvahs work in general. Over here, though, it's even a little bit more serious. In a mitzvah's oina, if you do not do it in the right, correct parameters, 
then it's not just your mavatala mitzvah that you didn't do the mitzvah's aina. In a way, it's a little more serious because there is a chiv here in this mitzvah. It's a chiv of ben adam lachaveray. It's a chiv you have towards another person. By Torah and by the Ksuba, you're to provide your wife with marital intimacy. And if you fall short from it, and you don't provide her what you're obligated to do, the stipler, for example, in his letters, says that it has a din of a chayte, a sinner, and it's a beinad l'chaveire sin, that even Yom Kippur and Misa is not mechaper, and he's like a ganev that is really stealing from his, wa- his wife something he is obligated to do for her. He even goes so far to say that it's a shvich has damim for an isha if she is withheld from these things that she really needs. And the stipulus continues and quoting from it's from Urchis Rabbeinu Chelek Hey Perakadusha Oisamach Zayin and it's in his letters as well that if he as a husband is does this with a, in an animalistic way without caring for her, then she doesn't have a fulfillment from this mitzvah. From, from, it's not a mitzvah. She doesn't have fulfillment from it, period. And she feels a, a great amount of tsar and certain shame, and she's crying inside. And it, it's a serious, serious thing. And so that's a certain achrayas, that every married man has to take the mitzvah of Aina, the obligation to his wife, seriously and to try his best to fulfill this mitzvah properly, just like you have a chiv to be mekayim all the other mitzvahs in the Torah. This is no exception for every married man. And the key really is, what is Aina? One basic yisait of Aina is that it is not sexual intercourse per se. It's not just simply like in the Lashon Chazal, taking his aver and putting it into her, that's what what Bia is, but that's not what Aina is. That Bia, just that act itself, the physical act, is no different than any Maisa Behema. It's an animalistic physical or biological act. That is not what Aina is. Aina is the chiv to use the act of sexual intercourse as a means of performing the highest possible act of marital intimacy, which is what? We explained this a few times, and we're going to explain it again, that for animals, sex is purely biological and physical. And like we said, you may discover in certain higher level animals um, whether it's monkeys and whether it's others where you see there is certain emotion pertaining between the mates you see this with birds sometimes and others it's still with animals it's instinct it's part of their nature they don't have free will and even the emotion aspect of it and whatever connection they feel towards in some species and in certain animals that connection that seem emotional but the bottom line is it's all physical, it's all teva. By a human being, it's not like that. The sexual relationship and even the act and even and whatever it is between a, a, a male and female by humans 
is three components. It's not just physical like animals. There's an emotional aspect to it, and there's a spiritual aspect to it. In later Shi'ur, Miet Hashem, I'm going to try to explain the difference between the word emotional connection and spiritual connection, and you need those both. But clearly, the physical aspect of Oina by human beings, and certainly by Yid, is a facet. Facet means it's a chilek of it. It's one component of this chibber. Yes, it is a key component. Not underestimating it. It is very important. But you need to understand, what's important to understand, is that the emotional and spiritual chibber has to be manifested as well. So mitzvah oina is not bia, is not pure sexual intercourse. It's marital intimacy, which is a different thing. And Rabbi Wolbo, in uh, his Kuntris on Hasanim, which Mitzvah at some point would like to Mitzvah give Shiurim on, but he says as follows: He says that sometimes a, a, a man he doesn't understand it. He feels because he's wired differently, and for other reasons that he feels he feels close between him and his wife if he just does that physical closeness of it. And he feels in his mind that his wife is satisfied, complete, and we feel like, what could be missing? And Rabbi Wolbo explains, yes, it is a strong factor, but it doesn't occur to him that he's still extremely far from that true closeness that Oyna is supposed to um, cause. His wife is not bribed by the physical closeness of it. And on the contrary, by physical contact, she will experience a tremendous amount of pain, emotional pain, by the fact that there's no emotional closeness between the two. Intimacy is a peak of closeness, and it must be preceded by certain stages that you have to get in order to reach to that emotional closeness. And physical closeness without emotional closeness is an insult to a woman. It is painful to a woman. And this is true, by the way, even when a woman does need the sexual, physical desire aspect of her, she wants it and she needs it. And even a woman who has a higher sex drive and needs it more than the average woman, the bottom line is, is that when there is no emotional closeness or loving attention and caring, and it's just the physical, it is a tremendous uh, you know, shame and pain for a woman. She feels that. She senses that. Yes, she yearns the physical closeness too. But if the husband is not consistent and ongoing in putting effort in emotional closeness, in consideration and in care and loyalty and devotion, then after a while, even if she naturally enjoys sex, she's going to recoil from it. She's going to pull away from physical intimacy. The physical closeness will, by her after a while, will, will not create emotional closeness. It'll make her feel degraded. The, why is that so? It's because women are relationship beings. It's about the emotional bond, that through that emotional bond, that is through the, and, and how do you attain that? That's through the medium of physical intimacy.
In other words, the Tashmish itself is a means to get to that true closeness. But without that feeling, without that emotional connection that she craves to feel, and the husband, if he's not providing it, then what she is, this Kuntris and basically obvious, then what she really is to you, she's a cheftza, she's an object to fulfill your lust, like a piece of meat, or like a lion's supper. You're pouncing on a prey. You know, the lion doesn't care about its prey. It just has an urge to eat, so it eats. Gemara says this about a namar aritz when he has intercourse with his wife, that he hits and then he's boiled, meaning... The, 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 the kavana behind this, this is in Pesachim Daf Mem Tesama Beis, that he, he's into his lust. He's in heat and he's physically rough sometimes. Sometimes, Chas he could smack her and hit her and be very rough with her and not recognizing and understanding that awareness that she's human. And she also wants that physical drive for intercourse. But for her, generally speaking, it's secondary. It's secondary. The emotional component for a woman, for a wife, is far more primary focus for her. And by the way, this applies even if a wife has a strong sexual desire. It's still the same. She needs that emotional component. So off, if all he cares about is his lust, He's really, in effect, using her. And ultimately, she's going to feel degraded and ashamed and even betrayed. So what we're saying here is Bia in the pure sense, in the simplest sense, sexual intercourse in and of itself is the opposite of Mitzis Aina, of what marital intimacy is. And after a while, she may get so burnt out by that treatment that even though she has her own physical desire towards sex, she may ultimately come to hate it even, despise it, because of that lack of emotional connection. And she'll withdraw from it. And her husband won't understand why. But this is why. So in order for her to receive pleasure in the physical sexual act, we need, of intimacy, it has to be done in a way that she feels that it's an expression of achieving emotional closeness. And Revolva talks about this a lot, that if he only treats her well when he needs to carry out mitzvah's aina, and he falls short in terms of their general relationship with one another, it also will not work. Why? Because she will see that he doesn't really mean it. She will see that you're only nice to her during the, when it, gets to a point where mitzvah's aina or the intimacy is going to be a reality for him or for her, that's when he's nice to her. That's when he shows attention to her. See, he does this only because he realizes this is the most he can get out of her or because he feels it's, he's halachically mechoyev, whichever way it is, but it's not because he really loves her or he really cares for her uh, because... If he did, then why doesn't he treat her well all the time, not just now? So this point is extremely important to understand. That, yes, when there's dysfunction in the bedroom, it could cause problems in general shalom bias. But the other way around is true too. If there's dysfunction in the general shalom bias, 
It will cause problems in the bedroom. You can't have one without the other. If both are in relatively good health, you need it both. Both. You need an intimate physical life in the sexual realm, but you need the general shalom bias overall to be healthy. If you want your intimate life to go well, you absolutely, there's no way around it. You need to make sure that your relationship with your wife in general, overall, is a healthy one, is a positive one, that you're close to her, that you're devoted to her. To her. Then, when it becomes the physical intimacy part, that naturally will go a lot better. If you would care about one and not about the other, it's a major problem. The chiyah medairaisa and medirabonon of Aina is both. Aina that's just not means uh, an emotional closeness. Aina, in, in a certain sense, there's a kiyam of it, not just in the sexual act, but all through marriage, there's a bechina of Aina of spending time with her, emotional closeness like the Ramban teaches in what really She'ira is, but the bottom line is, is it's, it's, it's a serious responsibility and something very important. But what men sometimes fail to understand, that if they have and they work hard towards that emotional closeness of what a woman really needs, then the physical can come a tremendous amount of pleasure and could be the most beautiful thing beyond what most people can imagine when there is indeed this emotional closeness. So it's very, very important to put efforts in that emotional closeness. So the key behind this is, is the very first thing that a man needs to do in order to fulfill mitzvah's aina properly is to make sure his relationship in general with his wife is a good one, a loving one, a close one, a positive one, treating her properly in the Nida period with its special respect, their the friendship, and that ultimately is the Hagdama to lead to healthy and successful intimate life as well. And you need them both. There is no question about it. And that is why it's important, besides these Pnimi groups, although these Pnimi groups will discuss general Shalom bias in Yanim too, but obviously the Pnimi groups will go more into the physical intimacy than the main group, but it's extremely important not to neglect all the concepts discussed in the Shiurim in the main group that are not necessarily connected to sexual or physical intimacy, because all the aspects of Shalom Bayes discussed are extremely important. You can't have, like we said, one without the other. You need them both. And once you have this, your other mashalim. This is a very healthy thing. And by the way, this is part of how, why, when you marry, you're like a whole person. Why it's a shlemus to marry. Because what you're doing really is, is you're taking parts of your personality. Stereotypically, a male has certain personality types, generally speaking, where he is triggered by physical desire from physical stimulation. And with many men, the emotional and spiritual aspects of connecting or friendship or loyalty to one's wife is something that for him may not always come natural. It's something that he needs to make effort on. But that's exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. 
He wants you to develop that part of your personality. He wants you to develop that aspect of your midas. And even when it comes, and especially when it comes to the mitzvah's aina. And really that is the key in general, just to go back to the original kavana of what we talked about, that the sexual the sexual aspects of a human being is all is three components, physical, emotional, and spiritual, is really what Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying here, is that I created sex for the human race, that the physical aspects, he placed it purposefully, that it should be very pleasurable. And you could say that some of that is because of the Nisyanis, to make you withstand certain nisyonis with, with to keep your sexual purity. That, of course, is part of the tachlis. But that's not the ikr. The ikr point of it is, indeed, to enjoy it. But Hashem is saying to us, I want you to enjoy it, but I want you to understand the tachlis. You're not, a, you're not an animal. I didn't wire you that way. That's not what I want from you. From you, sex cannot be just a pure physical act of a selfish, selfish nature of lust alone. No. I need you to put in the emotional aspect of it and the spiritual act of it as well. By the way, this is not just meant for Jews. For non-Jews, equally. Human race, the whole human race, the tzelma elikim of a person is designed by that. That is why you find when you study the world that when people use sex purely for their own selfish interests or purely for the physical pleasure, things ultimately deteriorate. It, it's just bodak omenusa, like they say. It is clear like they, in the experience of the human race, you study it for the past thousand years and beyond, you read biographies, you, you do research, you will see that this is the case. It never has a kiem, and it usually is subsequent to that or very closely nearby, it may seem in, in people's fantasies that the physicality of sex alone and just focusing on that is, is something that is very appealing and wonderful and great and, and free and so on. But Hashem simply did not make that for us human beings. You end up feeling empty, drained, and causing a tremendous amount of agmas nefesh if that is the goal of a person a tremendous amount of agmas nefesh, without saying it also really degrades you as a human being. You need to be uplifted as a human being. There's nothing wrong with experiencing physical pleasure. Hashem wants it. He wants a husband and wife to experience physical pleasure in the sexual realm, but only if you have the emotional and spiritual component to it. And that is what Aina is. It is not Bia itself. It is emotional intimacy, which we're going to talk more about as Hashem in the upcoming Shiurim.